So let's talk about The Little Mermaid's recent trailer, probably the last one they're going to put out before the movie comes out in May. And look, I know a lot of people have been critical on this movie, even when it was first announced that it was going to happen. You know, even, you know, even when Halle ba- Haley Bailey, I think that's her name, uh, was announced to be Ariel and all that, I know people have been crapping on this film. And honestly, you know, I, I don't blame anybody for feeling that way. I really don't. But. You know, there's an old saying of looks can be deceiving or don't judge a book before, you know, you know, don't judge a book by its cover, if you will. And I look at The Little Mermaid and by the recent trailer I saw, yeah, there are some things people are not going to be too fond about, you know, uh, too fond about it, you know, with especially when it comes to the visuals like, you know. Uh, basically, the nighttime situation, you know, with the boat and everything being too dark and, you know, something like, you know, and stuff like that. Obviously, that could all be fixed in pre-production, you know, not pre-production, but in post-production, you know, they can, you know, lighten all that up. There's no doubt about it. You know, there's no doubt about it. They can, you know, lighten all that up, you know, touch it up a bit before it gets released. So there's no issue there. And I understand that, you know, they don't like the idea that, the, you know, that some of the characters are presented in the way that they are. I mean, you know, we see what Sebastian looks like. We see what Scuttle looks like. You know, we, uh, I think we see what Flounder looks like. You know, again, we don't, we're not really sure whether he's a regular, you know, fish or he's going to be uh, a regular yellow and blue fish, I should say. Or if he's going to be a puffer fish. We, we don't know. We don't know. Um but the thing is, you know, I get there are some things people may not like about it, but the one thing that's always been memorable about The Little Mermaid and the reason it's looked at as basically the foundation that kickstarted the uh, animate the uh, the Renaissance in animation for Disney back in the '90s, you know, late '80s, early '90s, early to mid '90s, and all that. The reason it's looked at as basically the foundation, if you will, the founder, if you will, of that renaissance is the songs. It's not just the bright and colorful, you know, um, animation that we got, you know, from it. It's the songs. It is Under under the Sea, Part of Your World, Kiss the Girl, Poor Unfortunate Souls. It's those songs. It's those songs that basically made the movie what it is. It made it a legend in animation. There's no doubt about that. And if the songs can be pulled off in a way that's identical to the original presentation of the movie, if not better, then I think that's all that really matters. Yeah, are they going to have a few things in there that are a little bit different in in the story? Absolutely. You know, they're definitely going to have things that are different. There are going to be some things that they cannot do in live action, you know, that they did in the original animated feature. I get that. But I look at the fact that this movie might surprise people. It really might. I mean, I get some people didn't like the Lion King remake, but guess what happened? That got critical praise across the board. It really did. There's no denying that. It got critical praise as being one of the better, you know, live action remakes, if not one of the best live action remakes they've done, you know, in quite some time. Now, is it for, is it far from being the best? 
You know, like let's say Beauty and the Beast. Is it far? Is it up on that level? No, it's not. But it's close. It's close to being on that level to the point that I think it got a best. Correct me if I'm wrong. It got a nomination. I think for best animated feature. Now, which is kind of controversial since it's not really animated, but it basically got put into that category. It was either that or Best Picture, one of them. But point is, the point is, ladies and gentlemen, when you get when you get down to it, when you get down to it, I think this is a situation to where right now, you know, based on the reputation of a lot of these Disney live-action remakes of all these classical animated. Um, you know, features, you know, have been adapt, you know, have been adapted from, if you will, uh, base, you know, uh, well, adapt, well, you get the idea. You get the idea of what I'm saying. Basically, based on the reputation that these live-action f- remakes of all these animated features, where they've been adapted from, have had. That's what I was trying to say. I think this is one of those cases where you have to just, you know, don't judge a book by its cover. That's the way I look at it. I mean. Look, like I said, look at some of the presentations we've had. We've had Beauty and the Beast. We've had Aladdin. We've had Lion King. Those are the more notable ones. And the reason those are more harshly judged, if you will, are more harshly judged, is due to the fact, due to the fact, ladies and gentlemen, that people like me grew up on the ori- on these, you know, stories. Grew up on the original animated presentations of them. So for people like me, it's a lot easier to judge, you know, how we feel about them outside anything else, which is why I think the reputation of, hey, the remake, the live action remakes is not going to be as good if we're not will be good, you know, as the original animated presentation. And that is true. That is indeed true, you know, to an extent, you know, but the point is like I said, it's easier for us to judge because a lot of these remakes are, hap- are based on basically the animated adaptations that we grew up on. Little Mermaid, 89. You know, Aladdin, 92. Lion King, 94. Beauty and the Beast, 90, what was it, 91. You know, we, we expect, basically, if you're going to remake something like this, even in live action, for it to basically be on a high pedestal of... You know, of superiority, of supremeness, if you will, unlike anything else. You know, unlike anything else. We expect it to be at that level that the animated, uh, original animated presentation uh, was. But when we don't see that happening, it pisses us off. It pisses us off. It makes us upset. And we have a right to be that way. I mean, look, they tried Dumbo. That didn't work. You know, obviously, they, they tried Pinocchio. That didn't work, you know, obviously. You know, and now they're going to be trying with Little Mermaid. Now they're going to try, with, and then later on, with Peter Pan and Wendy, which is the live-action remake of Peter Pan. It's like, you know, well, the next two, like I mentioned, Little Mermaid and Peter Pan and Wendy, you know, the, again, those are in the categories of, let's just see what happens. Don't judge a book by its cover kind of deal. Although people might say the more, you know, out of the two, the more likely one to succeed will be Little Mermaid, not just because of its theatrical presentation. It will be in theaters and IMAX and all that. But because it looks like Peter Pan and Wendy are not on, you know, visually, you know, graphically and all that on the same scale. But, you know, as this movie's going to, as Little Mermaid's going to be, but still. 
you know, but still, it's, you know, it's one of those situations where you have to wait and see. And now, of course, you've got talks of Moana getting a live-action remake soon uh, down the line. That's being one of the titles considered. You know, that's being one of the titles considered and all that. You know, Moana, you know, is, you know, is uh, one, of the name, one of the movies being uh, talked about. You know, Hercules is getting a remake, live-action remake, which is going to different, or, you know, I guess you could say uh, detour, if you will, a little bit from the original animated presentation. You know, so yeah, there's going to be uh, there's other remakes on the horizon that will try to be identical in some sense to the original animated presentation, but will also be different. I mean, you cannot tell me that some of the more recent films that have come out, animation-wise, Disney isn't looking at as potential live-action remakes. I mean, you know, besides the ones I just mentioned that are in the works right now. You know, or being talked about, you know, and discussed about. You know, Moana is one, like I said, one that's getting discussed about and talked about. Hercules is in the works right now as we speak. But you cannot tell me they're not looking at something like, let's say, Disney Pixar's Brave. You know, they're not looking at Encanto. They're not looking at Raya and the Last Dragon. Heck, they're not looking at Frozen, if you will. Or even Lilo and Stitch. Lilo and Stitch is getting a live-action remake. You know, there's a lot of other titles that are on the horizon to get the same treatment. And right now, those, like Little Mermaid, which comes out in two months, like Peter Pan, which comes out later this year on Disney+, Plus, these are wait and see, don't judge a book by its cover, um, uh, movies, you know, that are, are basically on the verge of becoming reality and might be better than what we anticipate than what we are projecting them to be. They might surprise us. You know, they might surprise us. So I wouldn't, so basically I would not basically, you know, go all negative right now on Little Mermaid, you know, before it comes out because yes, it might not, you know, some of the visuals and, you know, of the characters, the presentation of the characters like Sebastian, Flounder, Scuttle, you know, that may not, they may not be basically, you know, they may not be basically, you know, the way you want them, but you, but hey, just because they may not look the way you want them, you know, some people are saying Sebastian looks like a freaking Disney version just based on the eyes, a Disney version of Mr. Krabs and SpongeBob. That's pretty much, I think, one of the comparisons they've made. But still, outside of that, doesn't it outside of that it does not mean the movie won't be good it might surprise you it might surprise you now if it does bomb it does bomb maybe what that's going to maybe what's going to happen if it does bomb you know opening weekend then maybe you know, and then it constantly has a down, a downslide afterwards. Like it constantly keeps falling and falling and falling and falling and falling and falling and falling. You know, uh, in the box office. You know, may, maybe that's going to be the wake up call. Maybe this will be the wake up call to be like, okay, no more live action remakes after Peter Pan, and the ones that we have. You know, in the planning processes or pre-production process, let's put on hold right now but until we can figure out how to present them in a way that fans will enjoy them. And I think that's, I think that's what could potentially happen. I think, honestly, the future of all live-action remakes, the ones that are in pre-productions, the ones that are in talks to be made into live-action remakes and stuff, the ones that are in pre-production, 
I think right now, the futures all, hen- all hang, if you will, on the success of The Little Mermaid. And if The Little Mermaid, the live-action remake, does not succeed, you know, in the way Disney's hoping it will, then, yeah, I could see, you know, Disney kind of reconsidering the, you know, the way they basically present you know, these live-action remakes, I could see them kind of reconsidering and saying, say, excuse me, and saying, okay, guys, let's, let's not rush into anything right now. Let's put this on hold right now. Let's put this on hold right now and kind of figure out a different method on how to present, you know, these live-action remakes. I mean, right, I mean, if you don't know, right, if you don't know this by now, according to reports, Bob Iger has pretty much said, hey, let's slow down on the MCU stuff, you know, and not be in a hurry to bring it all out. Let's let's space it out. Let's take our time with it. Let's make these MCU films into what they used to be, and that is major, major events. You know, so so maybe that's what happens here. Maybe if it doesn't succeed, Iger's going to be like, okay, guys, enough of the live-action remakes of the classic fe- animated features. Let's... Let's slow down on that. Let's take our time after Peter Pan and Wendy. Let's take our time and try to present these in a way to where they'll be more positively received and treated as big events. So Little Mermaid has a lot to really, uh, to really kind of, I guess you could say, you know, Little Mermaid has basically a lot, I guess you could say, on its shoulders. It has a lot riding on it. More specifically, the future of the live-action remakes. Because if it doesn't succeed, I can see Peter Pan and Wendy being the last one they do for a while. You know, afterwards on Disney Plus, and then keeping, you know, keeping the rest on hold for the time being, and wanting to take their time with it. I could see that happening. So little, so Disney has got to hope and pray that if they want to continue this string of live-action remakes, you know, year after year after year, you know, potentially, that they have to hope for the success of this film. And like I said earlier, I think the success of this film won't just depend on, you know, its visual presentation and how it kind of tells the story identical, if not a little different than the original but also, it's going to depend on how the songs are presented, how the songs are received, if you will, um, in the long run. That's what it's going to really depend on. That's what it's really going to be you know, hanging on to help it succeed. Because if, they, because if people aren't coming out of that theater opening weekend and humming under the sea, humming Part of your world, humming poor unfortunate souls, kiss the girl, or any new songs they might add in there. If they're not doing that, and basically that contrib- is one of the reasons that contributes to this, the failure of the film, then yeah, this, it, it might be time for Disney to, re- to really consider taking a break. And that's, that's a fact. That's just the reality of it. So Little Mermaid, like I said, has a lot riding on it. You know, and a lot on its shoulders, you know, you know, when it comes to basically the future of the live action remakes. But as the but as the saying goes, let's reserve judgment for right now. Let's reserve judgment. Let's not judge a book by its cover. Because you know what? This might surprise us. This might surprise us, if you will. Because you know, when you think about it, Cinderella 
when they did the live-action remake there, surprised us. The two Alice movies, they did the live-action remakes on that. You know, through and and basically made it a lot different than than people expected by bringing in Tim Burton and all that. That surprised us. You know, heck, I remember back in the '90s when they started this trend a little bit with 101 Dalmatians. That succeeded. It even the second one succeeded. The point is, it can be done right to an extent. It can be done right. The only question is. You know, how right can they get this with Little Mermaid? I mean, Maleficent, Maleficent, which is basically their take on Sleeping Beauty, succeeded to it got to the point that it got a sequel. So, you know, so so to me, I think it all depends on how this is presented. You know, how it's presented. Again, the future of all the live-action remakes is going to be holding, is basically going to be, well, not holding, but basically the future of all the live-action remakes are going to be hanging on the success of Little Mermaid, in my opinion. Even Snow White, which is currently in production right now, is going to be hanging on the success of this movie. Because even if they finish filming that film, you know, if Little Mermaid don't succeed, you know... Snow White may be put into post-production hell. Basically, what I mean by that is it could be shelved indefinitely, similar to what you know Warner Brothers—not identical, but similar to what Warner Brothers did with Batgirl. You know, it could be put into that situation to where we're going to shelve it, put it, put it in the vault for the time being, and we're going to wait. I mean, I could see Disney releasing it, releasing it, but holding off on it and saying, whoa, 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 instead of 2024, let's wait till 2026, give people a two-year, a two, three-year hiatus from live-action remakes, and then go from there. I could see them do that. That way, you give it time, you give people time to get over the live-action, you know, I guess you could say, in-your-face pre- in, in your, in your presentations and all that. I can see them doing it, so that way when they finally do bring it out, maybe 2026, people will be like, okay, let's give this a chance, we've had time to cool off, let's see if maybe they've learned a lesson when it comes to Snow White. I can see that. I can see that, but again, it all depends. It all depends, in my opinion, to the success of Little Mermaid in May. So, let's reserve judgment, let's not judge a book by its cover right now, and see what happens. But give me your thoughts, guys. What are your thoughts on the live-action remake of Little Mermaid, the latest trailer? How do you feel about it? Do you think it will succeed? It will surprise everybody? Or do you think it will fail you? It will continue to, you know, gain more momentum for the failures known as the live-action remakes of Disney? Or do you think maybe we should just reserve judgment and not judge a book by its cover and just see what will happen initially? And do you also think... Do you also think the future, do you think the future of all the Disney live action remakes, even those in pre-production, production, and so on, do you think they all, the future all hang on the success of this movie? Let me know down below in the comments as well as in the live chat during the premiere. Like the video. You will get an audio podcast version. It's a BW Rosas discussion at all your favorite audio podcast platforms except for Pandora. And more specifically, you'll get it at Spotify. I, if you will. So check it out there. 
if you have a Spotify account, which mostly everybody does. Also, ladies and gentlemen, check me out at DeviantArt.com, says BVW1979. Also, click on the upper right-hand corner of the end screen if you're watching on YouTube, and check out my Teespring store. Also, ladies and gentlemen, check me out at Vimo at BWRosses for content you can't get here on YouTube, especially some of the newer content I put up there. Also, ladies and gentlemen, check me out at Patreon.com, says BWRosses, with a $1 or $3 tier. Also, ladies and gentlemen, check me out at Venmo at Brian-Walmer-2 and cash up at BWRosses98, you know, to help me out financially there to build the channel and give you more content in the future. But guys, give me your thoughts. Let me know what you, how you feel about this. Comment below, live chat during the premiere. How do you feel about this? And how, you, how do you feel about the Little Mermaid trailer, you know, as a whole? Do you, again, do you think the future of all... You know, live-action remakes from Disney, pre-production, you know, pre-production, in-production, and all that. Do you think they all, you know, hang on the success of this film? And do you think maybe we should reserve judgment and don't judge a book by its cover and see exactly what happens opening weekend? Let me know down below in the comments. This is on the live chat during the premiere, and I'll talk to you all later.